I'm Arjobat from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 11th of August, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Sunday the 7th, Georgia marked the 14th anniversary of the Russian invasion. 2008 war lasted five days, killed 170 employees of the Ministry of Defense, 14 of the Ministry of Internal Affairs, 224 civilians. Over 2,000 people were injured. Since the invasion, Russia has been occupying two Georgian regions, Abkhazia, Georgia calls it South Ossetia, Shkinbali region, which consists of about a little over 20% of the country's territory. Russia has recognized the independence of these two regions in 2008, while the international community supports Georgia's territorial integrity. Russian aggression has been a major topic of discussion in Georgia for ages. However, with the war in Ukraine, these issues have become even more relevant, while the ruling party continues with what they call constructive politics with Russia which means doing as they are told, which includes keeping distance from the EU. Most people in Georgia badly want Georgia to take the path to join the EU and feel the government's line of a step to the EU is a step to war is BS. As we mentioned in our previous show, the Try for Georgia Party, or LELO, and the National Movement, or Nationalistebit, shared an initiative to change the visa regime or migration policy for Russian citizens. The initiative includes a stricter entry policy, suggests reducing the number of days for touristic purposes, more regulations for obtaining a residence permit, business registration, or for buying property. Remember that formally, Georgia does not have diplomatic relations with Russia since 2008, although it does allow Russians to visit visa-free. According to many in the opposition, it's necessary to act upon the so-called uncontrollable flow of Russian citizens because this is how wars against Russia have started in the past. They think this is a way of preventing Russia from carrying out another military operation to protect its citizens. Russian constitution says that Russia can invade to protect the Russian language or Russian language speakers. On Monday, the 8th, Dmitry Medvedev, Deputy Secretary of the Russian Security Council, commented on the 14th anniversary of the August 2008 war. According to him, the governments of Georgia and Ukraine left Russia with no choice but to launch a military operation. He said, quote, we wanted to protect the citizens of our country who live in Abkhazia and South Ossetia to protect them from Saakashvili's aggression. And we received the main thing, peace, end quote. Huh. Plenty of ethnic cleansing, too. If you want to know more about the 2008 war, you can check in an article, Why It Is Necessary to Know the Day the Russia-Georgia War of 2008 Started by David Batashvili. It's available in both English and Georgian. Link in the show notes. Ruling party had its say on the opposition's initiative. On Friday the 5th, the chairman of the Georgian Dream, or Otsneva Irakli Kobachidze, called out the authors of the document calling for a policy on Russian migration and encouraged everyone to distance themselves from what he calls anti-state, discriminatory, and xenophobic. According to Kobachidze, the people who introduced visa-free travel regime for Russian citizens partially in 2010 and fully in February 2012, three years after the end of the Russian-Georgia war, are the ones who are now demanding the introduction of visa regime for Russian citizens. True, although, of course, it was a very different time and things have changed significantly. Kobachidze then says, of course, quote, all this serves the only purpose to somehow drag Georgia into a military conflict, end quote. Same note, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili commented on the initiative, stating that the ones who created it want to stop the flow of tourists. He added that the government will do its best to maintain Georgia's peace, stability, and economic development. 
Speaking of tourism, some bars and hotels are unequivocal about Russian visitors. Hotels have particularly had difficulties with fights breaking out between Russians and other guests from Ukraine and elsewhere. Some have instituted so-called visas that require Russians to sign a statement in order to stay there. Now the Deda Anna Bar asks for visas that require Russians to say that Putin is a jerk and that Russia occupies Abkhazia and Srinvali, among several other things. Those who won't sign cannot enter the bar. Word got out to trolls in Russia who left gazillions of negative reviews. On Friday the 5th, the bar was in the headlines again because they shared a post on its official Facebook page saying that Russian citizens had hacked the bar's Google account and its website. Eventually, the data Anabar retrieved access to its account and its website. However, the bar still receives offensive messages via social media and then shares screenshots of some of them on its Facebook page. For example, one read, the August, the August 8th, 2008 was fun, referring to the 2008 war. And there are many much worse. Remember that U.S. Congressman Adam Kinzinger tweeted that the U.S. had no intention of involving Georgia in a war in Ukraine? Well, on Thursday the 4th, he gave an interview to the Voice of America. Kinzinger spoke about the current anti-Western statements shared by some politicians, once again clarified that the U.S. doesn't intend to drag Georgia into war. Moreover, he said that the U.S. will remain one of Georgia's greatest supporters, both of its sovereignty and its democracy. Moreover, Kinzinger highlighted the importance of giving weapons to Georgia, not for attacking Russia, but as a way to tell the aggressors that they have illegally occupied one third of the country and that Georgia will fight back if they try to invade the country again. He said, quote, I think we should go back to understanding that power prevents war and weakness only opens the door to it, end quote. Moving on, on Monday the 8th, the Tbilisi City Council discussed an initiative to name 15 streets after heroes and fighters fallen in the 2008 war. Family members of the fallen fighters attended council meeting. Among the names Georgian heroes listed, two foreigners were also included, Stan Storimans, and also, depending on how you consider him foreign, Alexander Klimchuk. Klimchuk, a seasoned journalist, depicted life as a combination between the ridiculous and the tragic inspirational and the mundane. He said those combinations were what make Georgia a good story. He also said he had the advantage of being part of two worlds. He's the Tbilisi citizen and native of Ukrainian heritage who spoke Georgian as well as Russian, combination that sometimes took Georgians by surprise. I was born here, he responded with a laugh. I am Georgian. Klimchuk began working for Eurasianet upon President George W. Bush's 2005 visit to Tbilisi. Apart from shooting for news agency Itartas and providing other photo services, he co-founded his own agency, Caucasus Images. Stan Stormanis, a 39-year-old Dutch cameraman who worked for the Hilversum-based television channel RTL News, was killed in an attack in the central Georgian city of Gori in the 2008 war. The United States Agency for International Development, best known as USAID, announced a new five-year program, the USAID Resilient Communities Program. More than $23 million will be invested in strengthening the resilience capacity of at-risk Georgian communities, whatever that means, improving their economic conditions and ability to mitigate economic and other shocks and malign influences. Targeted communities, the project will include those along the administrative boundary lines with Georgia's occupied regions of Abkhazia and Skinvali or South Ossetia. USAID Georgia shared the news on its official Facebook page on Monday the 8th to remind Georgians that the U.S. remains committed to strengthening Georgia's resilience 
and supporting rural businesses. Anybody has any idea what this actually means and what these funds will do, we'd be interested in hearing and reporting. Close this edition on Saturday the 6th. An awkward video went viral on Facebook. Two people were recorded having sex at Marginus Feely Avenue, next to Marginus Feely Theater in the center of Tbilisi. First, many assumed they were Russian nationals because they were yelling in Russian. However, later that day, the Ministry of Internal Affairs stated that both the participants of this disgraceful act were Georgians and that they would be fined. Not so fun fact, the male in the video kicked a poor dog that was passing by because, quote, the dog was staring. Some people joke that the animal defenders should have done something to protect that innocent creature from the brutal beasts. Hope the dog's okay. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Ads are the villains of podcasts. Be a hero and save this audience from having to listen to mediocre ads about a beverage you won't try. Go ahead and tell your friends about us. Say hi at Georgia at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Nach Bandis.